What's going on everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world and then about a week later we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, so waiting patiently in the Experience Acid Green Room is Danny Vasquez of Baracoa Cigars. Uh, Danny, welcome, welcome to the show finally. We, yeah, we've, been, we've been trying to work on this for a while now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this has been crazy last few months. So, yeah, I apologize for that. Um, a lot of people no, 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 no. I was supposed to be on a couple months ago, and I I big, I big, tried a big time. I'm like, yeah, I can't make it. No, I just uh, – Yeah. Happened, so. <laughs> it, it, it does. And, and, uh, and, and I was thinking about you today because I, um, I saw you posted, and then I saw, I saw a picture of your box – and then I got to reach out to Henderson. He reached out to me the other day. I'm supposed to have him, Henderson Ventura, on the show. He hasn't yeah. picked his. He hadn't picked his day yet at all yeah, either. And I know how it is. So you, you just you 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 just got some cigars in today. How's how's that uh how's that going? Yeah, man. So uh, sorry, good. So um, so this is stuff that you know was supposed to happen like January, right? <laughs> and and. Uh, you know, my boxes were supposed to be done December and this and that. And, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff. Like, cause I had an original launch date of J- January 31st. So, um, you know, if anyone ever wants to get into the cigar, you just understand that delays are going to happen. I, I don't. It doesn't matter how much money you you throw at it. Um, so, yeah, very exciting. They they actually landed uh, late Friday. I was not able to get them. They were closed over the weekend, so I, we went today. And uh, we got the guys out there to pick up the, the cigars, and and we filled we filled the warehouse today. Our, we got our first shipment, so uh, you know I I'm here like literally we're just getting in throwing shit, and then I'm talking to you like, hey man, just got home, sorry. <laughs> so uh, I'm smoking right off the truck, uh, which is, I mean, why you're not smoking one? Because I I didn't have one with Van to send you, <laughs> but uh, I will after this. Um, so it's it's exciting, man, right? Because it's something that um, was a lot of people don't know. Um, like a lot of people don't know. It's just, I don't, I've, I've been at this for a little while. Right. And, um, and then I just from, you know, from November saying, okay, this is what we're going to do to finally get in the product in the warehouse. Uh, to, I mean, to getting a warehouse and now having the product at the warehouse. Um, now, now do you, do you have your, do you have your own warehouse? You sharing a warehouse? What uh, is, yeah, no, no, we have our own warehouse. Um, and it's cool. It's in Tampa. Um, it's basically Brandon, but it's in Tampa. And, uh, and for people that don't know Florida, if if you're in Brandon, you don't say you're from Tampa. <laughs> people in Tampa will be like, "Dude, you are not. That is not Tampa." Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, no, our own warehouse. So, so what I'm doing there, you know, is uh, obviously the warehouse and ship and whatever. But making like a little uh, small little lounge, not not for customers or anything. You know, it's it's just for us. But um, uh, just kind of have that feeling of camaraderie and having friends and reps and, you know, people in the industry that, that, um, are, have been coming by since I've been here and been, and I've been hanging out. Yeah. 
um i mean every week i mean hey i'm gonna be in the, i'm gonna be in town i'm gonna be in town i'm like all right man uh <laughs> crap you know how many how often am i going to keep taking people to the same places are? um so i i knew that was going to happen and um and you know we want to have kind of that full experience that you know we'll get to a little bit about romacraft but you know they have one of the best headquarters um in the cigar industry that's beautiful right so not that i was trying to copy that but kind of the idea of having somewhere people can come and, and visit hang out and really get that true sense of the brand and feel you know, connected to the brand and, and us, um, uh, I think for me, it's huge, right? And oh, it's, it's yeah, kind of, you know, yeah. yeah. So, uh, John, have you ever been to John Huber, uh, Crownhead, their their warehouse in uh, in uh, Nashville? In Tennessee, uh-uh. So, yeah, so same, same thing. You walk in and, you know, it's just where, you know, I, it, I'm picturing your warehouse identical to his. It's not huge, <laughs> but, but when you walk in, like, the back where the warehouse is, like the yeah. little lounge set up, it screams Crownhead. You know... Right. It's crown heads. So, yeah. So, so I imagine it's the same. But, yeah, I mean, you're obviously, you know, you, you, you want to, if you are copying anybody else, you copy what works. You know, it's, it's a lounge. Yeah. And, and look, for the last, you know, for three years, I, I had, it's my, I'm used to saying last three years, but I guess it's been six, seven months now. But so for, you know, for three years, I was hosting and entertaining people that would come by all the time. Right. So it, it kind of even ingrained in me. Uh, and it, and especially as I was a, I was a server as a kid for a long time, right? You know, when I was young, I, I waited tables. So I'm kind of I have that hospitality kind of gene in my DNA, and and um, I like inviting people over to the house. I like to be the one in the kitchen serving, and, and, and that's kind of my my thing. So to have a home, right, for our brand, our cigars, our 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 company, um, was second nature. I mean, it's it's uh, it was a no brainer. Right. Uh, it just had to be the right situation yeah. uh, as far as warehouse goes and all that. And and we were able to find it, thankfully, in, in good old Tampa. So, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, that's it. So yeah. so a, a, a first order. So your order came in like how like how big is that order? Like what's a what's a, a per piece on a, you know, an initial run like that? No, sure. So, I mean, look, again, we're starting out, uh, but this is about it's about a thousand boxes. Um, okay. Which is not bad, right? And uh, yeah, ninety five percent of it is already sold out. So really, uh, yeah, I've, I've got the POs for it and everything, and um, uh, it's it's a great humbling feeling, especially from from somebody that. And I don't know if we're gonna get an order store or not, but you know, I what a lot of people don't know. Oh man, I didn't think about the timeout. That was a good idea though. But anyway, uh, so you know. I, when I started brand in 2016, I didn't know anybody. I had zero accounts. You know, I had I had one account that uh, was my home lounge, right? So any anytime somebody starts a cigar brand or whatever, the very first event is, is their home lounge. Um, so there was that, and then after that, it was just like you know knocking on doors or or uh, you know reps that I've been friends with. Thankfully, and, and I still never figured out why they would just start telling these other stores, hey, you know what's a good cigar you could bring in? You know, Jack Tarani is a one, like, if you know who he is. I don't, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> he, he did that, right? And I, I, had, I got an account in Miami. He's like, oh, you know what you would do good with? And, and since then, Jack and I, you know, were, were, were even friends, right? So it's, it's a much different animal this time, um, just because of the, the exposure I had over the last uh, four or five years. And now to kind of be re-releasing, you know, I thankfully and, you know, uh, with all uh, humility and everything, you know, I just, I'm thankful for these accounts and these 
really uh, relationships and friends that I've made in the industry or as, as far as, uh, you know, shops go and accounts go, uh, they were right on board to support. And, and my last week at Roma, um, you know, I was getting messages, calls, wherever you're going, let me know we're buying. Wherever you land, I don't know what you're doing. I know you're up to something, just let me know, right? Um, and, and that was a cool feeling to, to lead because you, you just never know, you never know what's, what's going to you know, people to be happy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how, how many how many people left the industry? And uh, and and I don't know like the whole story, um, which maybe we'll get him on the show one day. But like Sam Lacia, you know, mm-hmm. he he kind you know kind of big, blown up, kind of left, and then and then same same with you know Booth, you know, left and then come back, and you don't know what you're <laughs> going to come back to. And then right. you know some and then some guys try and make a comeback, and then they can't. You know, right, which is right. you know, which is which is sad, and some guys, you know, do it up, you know, yeah. do it up huge. So, yeah. um, um, what what got you in? I, I want to go back a little bit. Um, so you yeah. you started. I mean, obviously, you started as a as in in the service industry. I was a bus boy than a waiter. You know, as a yeah, you yeah. know, it was like my first job was bussing tables. So I think I always I think I always wanted to be in the limelight. You know, out there helping people. But but you started your life as an IT guy. You actually graduated Tampa Tech. Um, and then, uh, you, you and your wife, uh, went all the way to Maryland. I know you guys are from New York, you know, yeah. so you went all, but you went all the way back to Maryland where you, uh, uh, stayed, you know, for four years, um, where in that four years of, you know, doing it work, where did you want, you know, at what point did you know you want to get into the, the cigar business? Was it right away? Something that was always in the back of your mind or no, no, man. I, um, I, <laughs> It's funny. So it's like I had smoked cigars previously and I was a cigar smoker and, and there's a shop in Maryland called Davidus and we used, you know, me and my friends, we used to go there all the time. And, um, it was just, we were just sitting there one day in 20, uh, like 2015, 2014, 2015. And I'm looking around I'm like, man, we could do this, man. I, I, we could do this way better than, than these guys. And, you know, as because I have great friends, they're like, yeah, man, let's fucking do it. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, the initial thought was first to open a lounge. Um, but, you know, the the real the, to make a mark in that area, the, the real up costs were just something we weren't prepared to take a risk on uh, in a in a industry we really didn't know much about. Um, at, at the time, we thought we knew a lot, you know, but when, when you kind of start doing things like, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know any of that, right? So um, fairly quickly, I'm like, man, but how do you, you know, how do we do cigar? Like, I, I want, I would love to have my own cigar, right? And uh, uh, just kind of started on that, on that journey of, of, okay, well, if I want to do this, how do I do it? So you know, that was about all of all of 2015 was figuring out how to do it right. Yeah, which is which is much longer process, um, because you know this was like right at the beginning of cigar social media uh was about to blow there was maybe one there was one definitely oh, you know cigar cartel yeah you, you, yeah you were pounding on pay i mean yeah there's no social media presence for the most yeah. part yeah and and um you know where the largest cigar group was three to four thousand people at the time yeah. <laughs> you know it's like that's that's not a lot and and uh so, so anyway i'm like you know there isn't it was a lot harder to get in front of these um kind of factories and these people and it's like hey you know i look i know you don't know i don't know anything i'm not a rep you don't i've never met 
And a lot of them were like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll do something for you. I got a minimum, you know, 2000 order. I got these cigars right here. They're beautiful, ready to go. They're Habano like you want, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, what do you mean they're ready to go? <laughs> and, and right there, and I, this is full disclosure, I took a minute and I was like, huh, right? Like, I could do that. Like, how do people know? Yeah. And back then, like, let, let's be real. Ten years ago, you could have got away with that. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Five years ago, you probably could have got away with it. But a year later, you'd have got, you'd have got busted pretty quick. Oh, right? yeah. Then, yeah, you'd have been done. All right. So my thing is, yeah, I got to tell you right off the truck. I'm not, never mind. <laughs> anyway, so I say, uh, yeah, I sorry. Asked myself, was like, well, what if what if there was a cigar you kind of liked, and then you found out that the guy really didn't have much to do with it, and they were really kind of just like shit that the factory either couldn't sell, didn't want to sell, leftover inventory, they're messed up, they're seconds or whatever. I'd be like, man, I'd be pretty upset, and I'd probably never buy it again, right? Yeah. Um, unless that unless that's your marketing scheme, and we know that 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 has a place in the market. You just got to be really, really upfront with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it, it didn't then. If you, if you even like, so when you got started, and even I would, you know, five, six, seven years ago, if or even five years, if you to come to market with that idea, people would have laughed yeah. you out. They'd be like, "What you're trying to come to market with a bundle stack? Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, not just a limited run." Yeah, people would, yeah, they'd uh, yeah. get the hell out of here. Yeah, so you know, um, <laughs> I had different people in the industry trying to push me to go to Nicaragua and and work with factories there. I'm like, okay, you know, and, and I, I tried to get in and it was just, not that I, I just found another path. So, okay. How do I say this? I found factories to work with sort of, but they were giving me kind of those same scenarios. And, uh, yeah. it, what's funny is that I was actually going to work out of the Mato factory, uh, going through Davidoff, um, a la room 101, like their, their origin, his origin story. Um, and they're like, well, you just, you know, hey, we'll do it. We can do whatever you want. You can come down to, you know, we'll, we'll do the whole thing. I'm like, amazing. They're like, but the factory is going to be closed for the next three or four months because we're getting a new factory and you got to wait. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, this is, 20, <laughs> this is 2016. August 8th is coming up. I, I can't do that. I can't wait yeah. till after August 8th legally, whatever, right? Which is a whole nother thing we can get into that about yeah. an organization called Save the Leaf. So um, with that, like another... Uh, factory, uh, which is La Aurora, I found, you know, they were doing stuff with uh, Jason Holly, And I'm like, you know what, let me let me find this out. So I like cold call that factory. And uh, <laughs> some girl picks up and I'm like, hey, you know, uh, I'd love to make a cigar with you. I own a cigar company. You know, she, she doesn't know. <laughs> I, was, that, I mean, nobody knows, but uh, yeah. she's like, okay, well, um, let me see if Manuel is available. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see who Manuel is and uh and turned out they gave me Manuel Onoa the uh master blender of La Aurora so when you think about that it's like La Aurora the old one of the oldest cigar factories in the world <laughs> the old oldest in the Dominican Republic for sure and you know including all kind of their machine cigar they're about a billion cigars worldwide a year yeah and you gave me you just passed the phone to the master blender uh you know and I'm like for real That'd be like um, calling smoke in and Abe answers the phone. Yeah, what can I do yeah, for you? you know? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I want to buy some cigars. And the girl's like, uh, hang on, let me see if Abe's here. And Abe's, and Abe's yeah. like, what? What? Um, but imagine Abe being okay and taking your order and processing it and doing it. You'd be like, oh, that's wow, good job. You know. So as 
so we, I go over the, on the phone, we have this discussion and as fate would have it, Manuel and I was going to be in DC in two weeks doing one of his blending seminars. So he kind of puts together the blend that I was looking forward to and talking about and, and brings me some samples and, and we talk and I explain to him exactly what I'm, I, I, you know, I was completely honest, like, look, I'm little, I'm learning. I, I don't know. So he, he helped me out. Even, even end up changing the wrapper on the cigar for me, helped me out. All right. So, um, that that was that was it it was like that was the beginning of okay now let's you know move forward and and we took you know we figured out the cigars once we had the cigars figured out then it's like all right branding like marketing we got it you know next all right so um that's a long-winded well, answer <laughs> yeah, so so what was what was that conversation like um i mean because you know because i i'm i'm like in the situation where you were in then you know like i said i you know i I would like to, and we've had a manufacturers approach us, and we're working on some projects. But we've had sure. some some manufacturers like, like, what, what do you want? You know, what do you want? And I'm like, I I don't know tobacco good enough. So right. so someone, you know, like, okay, so from your line, I like this cigar, and I like this cigar, and I like, right, I'm like, right. can you put this wrapper on that cigar? Because I'd really like to see how that tastes. Uh, right. You know, but you know, or it's just like, hey, I like. You know the Camacho Criollo. I really like the Liga Privada T52, and I like this. Right. So, did you know? Were you, you know, were you good enough where you knew the tobacco you wanted, or you just knew like your flavor profile and what you wanted? And he was good enough to kind of, you know, decipher all that. No, and th- you know, this is something that I've said since that day is that he, you know, did eighty percent of it. All right, I went in with wanting to use Habano, which the voyage is not Habano. It is, it is uh, <laughs> Corojo, but I, I wanted to use Habano and I was looking for these flavor profiles and I was looking for these things. And um, I, I'm going to be honest. I went in like, yeah, I know my tobacco, you know, a little bit. And then he's like, <laughs> man, I don't know shit about it. Um, and I, I wasn't getting what I wanted out of that Habano with, with the blinder and filler which is when he recommended Corojo a little, you know, it was lighter. It's a little, a uh, little sweeter. I'm like, okay, yeah, I like that, you know? And, and, uh, and then I, I just fell in love with it and I said, that's it. Right. Um, so no, I mean, I, under no, under no, uh, like trying to hide it. I don't even know what I was going to say there, but like, under, yeah, I, I was not the tobacco guy. <laughs> right. Um, could I, like, could I tell you what I like? Could I figure out like a Habano versus obviously a Connecticut, right? Sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or kind of simplicities like that. You know, it's like, hey, just because it's dark, it's not really Maduro. And I started getting into like that. And then like, oh, yeah, primings. You're like, holy shit, primings, right? And then like, okay, I got this, you know. Uh, so those are all things that you're like now learning. The problem is if you're not working tobacco, tobacco, tobacco all the time, you and you anything outside of your kind of tobacco that you're trying to work with and sell and do all that, you're going to forget. All right. So oh, yeah. unless you're, unless you're there all the time, like all, all of us, right? Like it's just, there is no real master. You know, there are some guys that are way, 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 way better than the other guys, but you know, are they masters? No. Cause they probably couldn't sell it. Right. They probably have a really hard time coming to the States <laughs> and selling most of it. So, uh, sorry, there's a pterodactyl passing by apparently. Um, I didn't know what the hell that was. Did you hear it? <laughs> I heard <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Welcome. To so if I heard Park. it on my end. I can't even imagine how how loud it was on your end. And that's what no cancellation. 
Um, so I forgot where I was. Um, so yeah, you know, the 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 schooling had really really started. Um, but but then it, then all the fun stuff like the creating and the names and the marketing and the visiting the stores and doing the shows and the events and and um, and that's really kind of where you know uh, I kind of showed my I was able to show my what I am good at right and I'm like I'll learn the other stuff but I you know I'm good at this and, and I'm not gonna front um, I am learning more every every single time. Um, and you know, I, I have a real funny story about like going to Roma's factory in the, Nicaragua and doing the tobacco school that they kind of set up there. Yeah. And how I almost you know threw up after the first day, and I was completely, <laughs> I was dead after the third day, and and um, but learned I learned a lot in those nine days that I was there. Um, the number one thing being how much I didn't know, but um. There, there's a there's a lot lot to it right and and even like what they call pre-industry before before it becomes a cigar you know that side of the tobacco world we learned a, a ton you know from going to visit the different um, different processing plants for tobacco so uh, so were you just smoke they just had you smoking a ton of cigars no so what it was what's really cool is they they broke down all the tobacco that they use in the factory uh for, you know have full leaves of it so you could kind of examine it look at the vein structure the color, uh, you know, could, how, how easy was it to see through it? Uh, yeah. and then, and then they would, they would, they had a bunch of small samples, uh, of just that one leaf, whatever that leaf that you're studying at that moment. Uh, they had a little just cigarette or cigarillo of that leaf. So then you could see how, it, you know, the taste, the burn, the, you know, did it dry yeah. your mouth out? Did it, did it make you spit like crazy? Um, so, uh, yeah, um, you, you you do all that, and it, it was just so much on top of like, hey, good morning, hey, what's up, good morning, Ooh, you know, and you know all the cigars that I wanted to smoke. Uh, then there were the cigars that I had to smoke for you know what I was trying to learn, um, and it was rough. <laughs> it yeah. was rough. You know, and, and smoking those little, um, I, I took a little mini, a mini, uh, a couple hour class with Steve Saka was our teacher and he was oh, okay. rolling the little, like the tabaqueros and we had one leaf Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, so he give you like a left and a right. Then you had to roll this makeshift cigar and then right. taste what that, just that leaf, you know, tasted like, and then you rolled yep. the next one, then you rolled the next one, then the next one. And, and it was, and it was a very, it was a cool experience, you know, um, uh, just yeah. tasting. A lot of people don't taste. Yeah, you can taste a, a, a you know, a puro, a cigar, but it's not just one, one leaf. And then the uh, mm. the lijero, which doesn't burn at all, and it'll get you high as a kite if you try and uh, yeah. keep it keep it going, you know, which it, which is uh, uh, crazy. Uh, dude, I was smoking so, little double lijeros. Those those <laughs> uh, what are like the uh, Connecticut River the Connecticut River Valley Sucker One that they use, and then the Neanderthal. It's like this really thick leaf that comes out after it's been uh, after it's been harvested, and wow, that that that'll put you on your ass uh, for sure. So, yeah, no, I mean, and, and looking at you know you know getting the actual leaf and burning it, right, and seeing does it smolder? Does it burn fast? Does it burn quick and then go out? You know, does it take a while? Did you have to hold it there? And you know, just continually taking notes, right, and and uh, 
you know, what's funny is the notes and everything that I hold to be true about the tobacco right then and there could be completely different on your paper, right? And oh yeah, uh, and and that's what makes this industry so so kind of amazing and beautiful and great and shitty at the same time, right? It's like it's like uh, you know, just because you say that's good, you know, doesn't make it good. Just because you say that is not good, doesn't make it not good, right? So. Um, those are a lot of things that people, we just need to, you know, buying stuff we're selling, just remember it, it's, it's about that person's experience with what you're, you know, dishing them or selling them or whatever. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So, uh, uncle Larry asked, and then, and then I'll, I'll ask a, a little bit different version. Uh, who are the top five people that you've learned tobacco from, but when you were starting your company, who were the, some of the top people that you were really uh, you, you'd mentioned Jack Tarano. Who were some of the, the the top people that you learned business from and learned this? I mean, you know, when we had Robert Holton from uh, uh, Southern uh, Southern Draw, sure, he had mentioned that he he wouldn't be in business without Skip Martin. Skip right. was just an immense help to Robert. You know, everything that that Robert wanted, Skip was there to help him out, um, which uh, which was super awesome. And, and I've heard many stories like that of, of Skip helping people out and just mm-hmm. being like the go to guy. Um, to that, if you want in, uh, knowledge from or help from, so who were those? Because that was that was pre-skip. You know, you were you know in the in the industry. Uh, so right. who was your people during that that time that that were helping you other than Jack? Um, well, what's funny at that time when I was trying to get, I didn't know Jack Troy. Uh, I knew, I knew my La Aurora rep, Mark Thibodeau. That uh, congrats to him. He's out in the Midwest now with Perdomo. Uh, shout out to Mark. Um, no, I, I, I didn't. I look. You know, it's funny in Austin. There's a there's a cigar shop, and if somebody, somebody watching has to know it. They used to be on Sixth Street. The guy's name's Jeff. They're still there. Anyway, that guy sat with me on the phone for like two hours talking about stuff, right? And we never spoke again. And and but he gave me a lot of like little insights. But it was really a lot of that. Just like any person that would give me some time. I would download as much as I can until I kind of realized, like, all right, I think I've, you know, uh, I've, I've done a little too much here, right? So yeah, I'm full uh, for today, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's done, or or he's done, he's, he, you know, he doesn't need me, yeah, he doesn't want me talking more. Um, but, you know, Manuel, obviously, at, at that time, was the, the top as far as tobacco goes. Um, but um, there was a lot of really cool, oh, you know who I reached out to? Fred Rui. Uh, I had reached out to him and he, he had answered me on Twitter, which I'm sure was weird for him. Um, but still, still a really, really cool guy. Um, Sam Lasia that, that you brought up him and I became friends. Um, uh, so that story that you want to know, I, I actually heard from him. Uh, so, you know, he was able to tell me a lot about like, um, a lot about, uh, how the other manufacturers kind of work deal with each deal with each other and and also you know the retail stores and and he, San Lucia was like he was like a rock star for for a while you know so yeah. he got to see it he got to see it from a lot of different areas so I took a lot from him um you know and then coming up Ryan Gallimore which I'm sure you know uh from Drew Estate or now yeah, Drew yeah. Estate you used to own Swinger Cigar uh showed me a lot of ropes as I was coming in uh, also, you know, he actually let me take a little bit of his table at the trade show, uh, 2016 also, which was really cool. Him and I worked together on Save the Leaf, 
uh, well, he, he created Save Leaf and I tagged along and helped him build that. Um, so there was a lot of people that I was taking loops from here and there as, I, as much as I could. You know, um, then, you know, uh, the guys from Protocol at the time ended up just like really, you know, taking me under their wing and showing me, you know, a crazy side of the industry also. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, they'll show you a different side, all right. Yeah, one yeah. is like, oh, what, yeah. what a great guy he is. Yeah, uh, uh, your boy, uh, your boy, everybody's boy, uh, JD, Jonathan Drew, I, I was yeah. with him and he uh, sends a picture of me to Eric Espinoza and says, hey, this guy, I think you should work with, he, he would do really well out of your factory and you should work. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. So even like little things like that, I just never forget. And, uh, and uh, there was just a lot of people at the beginning. Anybody, anybody. I, I, YouTube videos that that Rocky Patel documentary at the Placentia factory. I must have watched yeah. I don't know, a million times. The 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 Fuente documentary. I must have watched that a million times. Uh, so I was you know just really taking in anything I could, going to events, seeing how people did things, and and again, this is where like so so like the social media since I was kind of there at the beginning, uh, really really helped me out. Um, and, uh, it, it was just, it was just, uh, like this path of like, Hey, look, kind of looks like I know what I'm doing. And then it's like, well, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. You know, so, um, there was a lot of help at the beginning from a lot of different areas and people, but I, I, some, some of it, like my ignorance is really what helped me, um, helped me a bit. Right. Because it's like, like at the time I had an account with, with a famous smoke shop, which, you know, yeah. I was a. It's very little, small account. There's no, I have no business being in there. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people tell me, oh, yeah, it's a tough, you know, those guys, they want this and that. And then all of a sudden the door, you know, the friends talking to them and it, the door just opened. And, and um, so, you know, at the time, uh, you know, it, that was it. I, I was really just taking in everything and, and digesting it at the same time, which was fun. And, and it taught me a lot pre pre romacraft of course yeah you know and it, and that's a weird thing about this industry and uh and and i, and I say it weird because because you know in in other industries it's not like the cigar industry like like you'll you'll need help you know and then if you ask somebody for help and they don't have the answer or they they they're not able to provide the the help or the knowledge you need like yeah. they won't say you know hey just just go go talk to that guy like they'll go talk to that guy and they'll be like, Hey, you know, my, my boy, Danny needs some, needs some help. I, you know, like, and, and they may not, they may barely know you, but you're like, my yeah. boy, Danny needs some help. I, I, you know, consider it a favor for me if you'd and help him. And it's like, yeah. it, it's mind boggling, you know, how people want to help you basically put them out of business, you know, and that's not the way it is, you know, it just competition mm. is competition, but Right. But yet, pe people just they just want to help and they want to see everybody grow and then they want to help the people that that honestly don't know you know you you've seen the the the, the boutique guys that come up i'm i have the world's best connecticut cigar and you <laughs> right. should you know it's not your grandfather's connecticut if i hear that right. one more goddamn time it's um <laughs> but um but yeah it's um uh, the guys that really want the help and the guys that want to know and learn you know, you know, it's, it's such a great, great industry. And you did all of that in a year. Cause you went from July 7th, 2016 to open, you know, launching to July 20th, 2017. 
mm-hmm. you know, to, to shut it. So you did an immense amount, you know, in, in a year. Um, when and you admittedly, just- a lot of it was undeserved. I mean, it was very small. It was, I didn't know, but um, I, I, I was humbled by it and I never not appreciated it. Like I knew, I knew what I had. Like I knew that there were brands that were bigger than me that a lot, a lot more, even if they had a year, more than a year, as long as they had more than a year experience, they had more experience than me, right? And I, I always just kind of completely appreciated that, never took it for granted, and and understood that, um, you know, this this is something not to not to mess up, not to fuck up. So like any any person that invited me on a podcast or show or whatever, I mean, I was there on time, dressed lighting i bought a tripod because that person is letting me get in front of their audience i'm going to give them the best show that i can essentially um which is why i even imported a pterodactyl for your your yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah you know and and you know i i'm humbled by it and and you know still i still thank a lot of people you know to this day like you know i appreciate you taking a shot on me or, or giving me advice or whatever it is. Yeah. So, I mean, no, knowing what you, I mean, are you, I mean, if you knew now what you knew then you, you basically, you wouldn't have had to close up the business. You, you could have kept it going and you could be big now. You could not be big. Right. If you, if you had to do it again, would you have, you know, I, I, I have no regrets in life. I would not change mm-hmm. a thing ever. Would you, you know, are you better off having closed your business spending the time with Roma and with Skip learning and then coming back into it? Or do you think you'd be bigger than what you are now? I mean, I know it's a tough question to ask, but. No, I'm, 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 I'm glad the way things worked out. Could I have been big now? Sure. But I could have also been, you know, laughed out of the industry. I mean, who knows? Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I, the FDA, you know, right. Like you're saying, like if I would have known that I could have done whatever and, and continued, um, would I have continued? That's the thing. He's like, yeah, I, I probably would have. Um, but I'm glad the way things worked. I, I, the, the, what I learned at Roma from, you know, forget cigars, from logistics to, you know, the, the accounts, how to treat them, how to handle them, how to do events, really how to manage, you know, these types of accounts and getting me in the face of, you know, hundreds of stores across the country. Um, there, there's no, there's no, you know, dollar amount you can put on that experience. Right. Uh, I did put a dollar amount because I got paid every year, but just saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you know, um, so no, I mean, Hey, we're back in it. Uh, it's, it's discards back. It's here. And hey, guys that used to mess with me, you know, fuck with me before, like I now know how to handle your account better than I would have the first time, right? Yeah. And uh, and and the the amount of people I've met, and and the no, I, I definitely do not do not regret cleaning it up and, and taking those three years uh, with them. Yeah, you know, um, and and uh, yeah, and Skip was, I mean, did did you um, and and I and I and I don't know if I ever if I read it. Did did was was that role created for you, or did you replace somebody? Skip rolled the dice, and you know you were still you know you're still a new guy. I mean, you technically only been in the industry for a year. You know, right. you, you know, makes you the national sales manager. 
you know, and you've got this, you know, I mean, big, I mean, smaller then than it is now, but still, even then was, you know, still, you know, a growing up and coming and powerhouse of a company. So, you know, um, um, how did, how did you meet, how did Skip just offer you that job? Now I, I now I know the story I, I've heard. I said some people sure, listening sure. May, may not, may not know. Mm. Also people listening that don't know, I drink a lot of sugar-free Red Bull which you will see on my social media. So, uh, see, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a monster and everybody knows me. I'm a monster rehab guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I like monster. I like the, they had an orange one. Uh, it's a, it used to be called chaos, but I think they may have changed the name of it. It's yeah. like an energy juice. I love that. My yeah. problem is the chaos is so big. I mean, the monster is so big. Like if they were smaller, I'd still mess with some of them. No, no, they, they used to make bigger ones and that's the ones I used to drink. They had bigger, you know, I want yeah, more. I yeah, I, I want the one more with the, yeah, the one with the cap on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, um, was the role created? Yeah, sort of. So they, they had a warehouse guy um, that was helping, you know, uh, his name's Coy, he's with Black Luna, and he's the, a giant of a dude. And he was kind of their warehouse guy. Um, as uh, in between shipments, though, and things like that, you know, there was, you know, just kind of a lot of time for him. So, um, he, he had showed interest in doing some sales. So they said, okay, well, let's, you know, let's see what you got. Um, it ends up, he needs to go back home. So now they kind of have the taste of like, Hey man, that, that would have been cool if we could get someone that could do that. Um, you know, as good as Mike Rosales or, you know, or at least, you know, on, on pace or on par. Um, so. I, you know what's funny is I never I've never even asked Skip this question, and I guess I should have. Is like yeah, like how why did you send me a message? Uh, but my theory is that what I didn't know while I was doing Cigar Dojo, uh, Cigar Coop, uh, Cigar This. I mean I was uh, I was getting invited to like every show, which was great. Um, was that Skip watches all that shit, and and listens to every cigar podcast? I didn't know. Um, so kind of what's, he's never disagreed with me. So I'm assuming I'm right. It's just like, I kept popping up in his face. Right. And, and, you know, I have looked I I was doing public speaking since I was 11 years old and, and being, you know, charismatic and being on camera does nothing. Right. So, um, maybe that transmits. Right. And I know that me being, you know, even a brand owner just for a year allowed me to see from their perspective as far as expenses and costs and events and uh, accounts that are worth it and this and that, and, you know, um, and uh, and so he just like, man, what about this guy, right? So uh, one day Skip shoots me a message and says, hey, Dan, you know, this is the funny part. He's like, hey, Danny, call me. I said, okay, cool. What's your number? I don't have your number. <laughs> Uh, well, if anyone that knows Skip, he's kind of nocturnal, right? So I didn't realize that, you know, and I must've hit a sleep cycle. I didn't talk to him for like two days and I'm like, Hey, just checking in. Like, what's up? You know, you okay? And I, you know, I don't know. And, um, because I'm thinking like you, I'm like, I'm new. They're established. They were building their warehouse, this, you know, a beautiful warehouse while I was watching and doing that. And, uh, uh, you know, there's, you're not hiring me for a rep cause I know you don't have reps and you know, all this stuff. So. Uh, anyways, he's like, no, I, I wonder, you know, wondering if you'd be interested in working with us. The only thing you'd have to move to Austin. Um, we were planning on leaving Maryland anyway. So if this was an opportunity, if it made sense, I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, let's, yeah, I don't know. If it makes sense, let's, let's see what it is. 
Um, I think part of my appeal, though, too, for them was I, I wasn't this huge Roma fanboy. Like, I, I didn't um, – I didn't. I had smoked a few of their cigars and this and that, but I was so busy in my world doing my thing all the time that I wasn't really paying attention to who was coming out with everything new. And that yeah. So, um, so I fly out to Oklahoma City, and I meet up with Mike Rosales, which is the row of Roma, and uh, he picks me up from the airport. And, you know, kind of the line that I've used for the last few years was like it, it – it could have went one of two ways, right? It was like he could, we could have went for an hour and he could have dropped me right back off and said, Hey, you know, don't worry about it. Um, or, or it ended the way it did. Um, but you know, we got along, we actually, we were very, very similar. We have a lot of the same mannerisms and a lot of people tell our voice are the same. And, you know, we, we'd answer the phone. People think I was him and vice versa. So, um, it, it worked out. I worked an event, which not really worked. I was there kind of whatever, but still handled myself really well. If I knew what the fuck I was doing. And uh, I flew down to Austin. I met the team. And, and by this time, I'm dead exhausted, right? Because it's late nights, early mornings, every, you know, every night. And I'm not Nish Patel. So I, yeah. I didn't sleep. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, by the end of it, I had, had an offer. Um, so, you know, that was that was kind of it. It, it, it was just a um, – the, the stars aligned, you know? And, I, and honestly, I think I was the perfect fit for that position at that time. And um, – and I think that worked out for both of us, you know, immensely. So, uh, yeah, that, 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 you know, that, that's my, that's my dreaded text. And, I, and I've gotten dozens of those. It's like, call me. And it's from like a manufacturer and like, either they'll text, or they, they'll text me or they'll message me on Facebook. They don't have my number. And right. uh, I think that the, the last one, and I'm like, uh, he's like, uh, call me. And I'm like, what, what did I do? So, uh, so he's like, just call me, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, bro? Just want to see what's going on." I go, "Please don't say that again. Call me." I go, "You don't realize how many people I anger in this in the cigar world. I'll mis I misquote everybody. Everybody, I misquote them. John Huber, I have pissed off more times, but he keeps forgiving me. And I'm like, don't ever. I mean, that makes my heart drop when I when I see that. You know, one before that was like Steve Saka. Call me, and I'm like, that's it." That's it. I'm shutting everything down. Sokka's pissed at me. And it's like, hey, where'd you get that hat from? And I go, God damn it. Made my, made my heart drop again. You know, call me. So that's that's the the, the worst two things or the two worst words you could send to me. Just call what, me. Well, I know about Steve Sokka, though. If he was pissed at you, he wouldn't tell you to call. He would just fucking call you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he would. Yeah, he, he had my number, you know, but he knows I work a day yeah. job. So, you know, he yeah. he'd have just just called me. And then, you know, so, yeah, it's a uh, it, it's a bit. And, and, if, and if Skip's watching this. Because Danny's on, skip, go back. I think I did an episode a couple weeks ago with Ron Weir at Real TV. I wholeheartedly, humbly apologized for anything that has been misinterpreted between Skip and I. And Skip's watching. I'm sorry. So, um, uh, you know, it was a, uh, yeah, so uh, um, uh, I asked people to tag Skip in it. He never reached back, so hopefully he, he understands. I will tell you, though, I will tell you that Skip will appreciate the apology, 100%. Yeah. Whether it gets back to you or not, that's him, but I know I know he will appreciate it. I apologize live on air. I apologize the next day on Instagram. So it's just, uh, <laughs> we're, you know, ho- hopefully hopefully we're, we're good. And, uh, and, and that's it. What did your, um, uh, what, what did your wife think of, uh, um, Texas? You know, she, I don't, where was your wife? I know you were, you were born in New York, grew up in, in Florida, Tampa. Where was your wife born and grew up? Was she a Florida girl? No, nah, she was born in the Bronx. Um, and then she kind of did her like little travel, uh, when she was a little young, but ended up here in Florida. And this, that's actually where we met. We, we met here and married in Florida. 
before we took off. Okay. So yeah. what, what, what did she think of uh, Texas? She loved it. I mean, if, if she went on board, we weren't going. Because to be real, I mean, we'd both be paying jobs in Maryland and, you know, whatever. We could have just done, you know, it, I, it was just like, hey, what do you think of, of, of this place? So we actually went down to visit before I kind of signed anything officially. And, and uh, um, like, we were on the way to hotel. She's like, yeah, I like it here. I'm like, oh, damn. So now, remember, this is Austin. Austin is like is super trendy hipster it's a lot like st pete i mean you're you're fairly close to st pete yeah, there's so a reason like, why they have the stickers that say keep austin weird yeah you know? yeah no yeah. 100%. um so uh no she loved it and and we hated having to leave you know uh especially for the you know why we left because we love we love the food and there's just so much to do and that you're dallas is or i'm sorry houston and san antonio well dallas is cool too but i'm saying like we didn't go there much uh, you know, there's just a lot of stuff to do there, um, and and uh, we really liked it. So it was, you know, but um, and, you know, we're sometimes we're like, ah, oh, man, I want some torchies, you know, or you know, there, there's a lot of little things we're we're missing from there. But um, you know, she but she loved it. She absolutely loved it. Yeah, my, my I think my I think my wife would would love it. She she grew up in New Jersey. Well, she born in New Jersey, kind of grew up in New York. You know, she she loves that, and she loves North. She she spent five years in North Carolina, so she loves Asheville. Asheville's kind of you know the same as Austin. It's weird. It's trendy. It's eclectic. You know, we're, yeah. we're so hoping to get out to uh, uh, to Austin someday. You know, yeah. I just want to see. You know, it just looks like a cool a cool place to to be. Other, other than the oppressive heat of Texas, oh, it's it, not that bad. I mean, it's it, like like the summers are are tough. Like you know, uh, you'll have ten days straight of over a hundred. Um, but then you know, at night it's you're having these beautiful nights, and so it's different. You know, Florida's really stinking hot too, uh, with the humidity and all that, but. Uh, yeah, no, the sun does get pretty bad up there. That sun was a bitch. And, and, and the only thing that, that, that I don't like about Texas is everywhere, like in Florida, like like so so you're in Tampa, you can be out of Florida in, in four hours, five hours. Like I said, in Texas, like four, you're still in the same town four hours later. You know, it takes a day to get to the other side of, you know, yeah. in te- but, Texas. But, but Florida, it's like, yeah, you can drive four hours and be in Georgia, but you're nowhere Georgia. You're in Valdez, Georgia, or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like it, you're, you're not doing anything fun. Uh, yeah. There, so. But what's funny is those four major cities being that close, like Houston, San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas, it's like, man, you can – those are four super different cities. So uh, you could, you know, you can be in San Antonio an hour and a half, two and a half to Houston – uh, maybe three or so to Dallas, right? And it's like you can be four, to, what feels like four different states, um, which yeah. Texas could be, could be four different states. Oh so, yeah, it, it could be definitely with the with the size. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so you just you decided, and, and I know your 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 daughter had some health issues. You you needed mm-hmm. to get back to Florida here. Um, yeah. um, what what were your? I mean, what were your plans? Um, when I mean, was that in the back of your mind? Um, um, re, you know, reinvigorating your brand or was it to open up a lounge or was it just, you know, I got to get my daughter healthy. I got to get her, you know, um, out, out of the Texas heat climate and then we'll figure it out. What was your, uh, um, what was your plan? Yeah, it was the third one. It was just like, uh, we got to go. 
you know, she um, she would suffer from nosebleeds, um, which is uh, she has this uh, she has this um, disease called von Willebrand's that uh, she has a hard time clotting, uh, but also like uh, any thin blood vessels uh, could easily start to bleed, which starts happening in her nose. Um, it started happening to her in Texas, and then um, just got you know more and more frequent to multiple times a day, every day. Um, and you know when your little girl is just like dad, you know, crying at night, it's like, why does this happen to me? She's just tired. You can just tell she's just tired of it. It doesn't matter. You pull the cord and you you figure it out. So that was it. Um, because I so I gave like a few week notice that I was I was gonna go, and uh, you know the FDA thing wasn't announced until my last week there. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So back in my mind, yeah, back back in my mind, like, well, it's never really gonna happen because you know, what are we doing, you know, with FDA stuff? Um, but that made it kind of possible. Um, uh, that that last week and my first, like, month here was filled with job offers and um, and some really cool opportunities, which is which is fun and nice and humbling and, and um, invigorating a bit. And then it was just like, man, well, can we do this? Well, okay. Well, what if, it, if we do it from this factory or we can do that or we can do that. And then everything just kept working. And I'm like, I'm going to handle distribution. We're going to handle fulfillment. We're going to get our own warehouse. So like, that's the only way we can do this. And then it all happened. So like, well, I guess we're fucking doing it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, cause I mean, you were in Florida, you could have worked for anybody. You could have worked for, <laughs> you know, Eric, you could have went, you know, you and Jack or Drew estate or Blanco or, the other dozen companies that are based out of here, you know, in Florida, you know, so, I mean, when you're in Florida, you know, um, and a lot of other content creators, cigar reviewers, they always ask me like, how do you get all this? How, how do you get all these, you know, connections? I go, I live in Florida, you know, right. I'm, I'm three hours from every cigar maker in the world, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah you, you gotta, you gotta come home. And, um, did you have, did you have family here? What, what, what made you chose to come back to, to Tampa? Yeah, so my like all of my wife's family's here, um, and then most uh, a good chunk of my family was living here up until a couple years ago. So that my my parents lived here for ever, and now they've just moved to Tennessee a couple years, like a year before we decided to move. So they're they're super upset. Um, but uh, so me, um, no immediate family. I, I may have a cousin around here, but um, I have all like my my childhood friends are around, right? So. Um, which are like brothers and cousins feel like basically yeah, yeah. all, all of my wife's family's here, which is cool because we have, you know, that support system for, you know, the kids and, you know, do whatever we need to do and want to do. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that was kind of, we, we had some old roots that were still here. So that, that's kind of how we ended up uh, coming back, but it's also changed like ridiculously. Like St. Pete was not, St. Pete was not the way it is when, when I lived here, you know, I that's where I grew up in St. Pete. And it, like that downtown area did not look like that. The pier was a piece of shit. Like there, you know. But and now it's gorgeous. Yeah, it was, I, 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 you know, I, I grew up. I'm in, I'm in Sarasota County. So you know, mm -hmm. growing up, you know, late teenage, early adulthood, you know, party to Ebor City like everybody else. And then right. I didn't go to Ebor City for like 15 years. And then then I go back to Ebor City you, as, as a cigar. Yeah, you became an adult. That's what. <laughs> yeah, I became an adult. I became a cigar smoker, and then I come back to Ebor, and I go, "Where, where is the e Where is the dirty Ebor that I knew? You know, where yeah. are the club? I mean, they're clubs, one hundred percent gone. You know, cigar yeah. cigar rolling factories. You know, you know, 
from two to 30, you know, and it's just, yeah. you know, a, a fantastic. So yeah, it was, uh, I'm sure it was weird coming back to, to St. Pete and seeing, like I said, the pier, the pier is gorgeous. Yeah. And it's like, it used to be, and we're, we're really doing some local talk for people that don't care, but like the, the strip going to the pier was boring before. And now it's like, I mean, you got to make it to the pier. Like on the way there, I'm having fun. Right. And yeah, you know, there's a couple of little cigar shops there, like right on the water. And you know, it's just, God, if it was yeah. like that before, I wouldn't look. Oh yeah, beautiful channel side. You know, just mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it, it's definitely um, it, it's definitely gorgeous. So you came back, reopened the com- uh, um, uh, the company. Um, why why not go back with with La Aurora? You know, so you chose Henderson Ventura. I can only imagine because they have a cigar called the Voyage. You know, for their uh, was that any you know because you guys, I mean, your your company plays well you know, I, a play on words with them, you know, mm-hmm. but why, why not go back with, uh, in your old stomping grounds? Um, it's funny, uh, because they asked me the same question, but, it, um, it was just really, I felt that, uh, I feel that the, this, uh, Ventura factory is a, is on the upswing of, what they're going to do in the industry in the next three to five years. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. That's my feeling. Um, the, the cigars that are made for Adventura are continuing to get just like highly, you know, these high ratings and winning awards or they're, they're getting on lists. The cigars that they make for other people, um, like room one one uh, speaking of Matt, you know, he was on our, what his first Habano was on CI or CA's top 25 list. Um, you know, they had, uh, there was a Caldwell that they made that, that was on a list at one point. And it's just like, you know, you kind of sit back and you're like, well, okay, well, what are they doing? Well, like, we, we just upgraded our factory. We went from 1 million. We can now do 2 million cigars, like literally just, or we have two, you know, two factories, but now this new one, and then we'll move everything over. And it's like, wow. Okay. Well, they're, they're, they're putting money into it. They're progressing. They're not looking to just, um, you know, kind of keep the same pattern and make the same money as can happen in, in some of these uh, place, factories and places and countries. Um, and, and then also it was a, it was a good like hour, hour and a half conversation with Henderson himself that was just made me feel like he knew what I was doing, what, what I was looking to do and bring. And, and uh, uh, also, you know, having the, the tobacco that I was really interested in kind of working with and, and doing because, you know, I'm not, I, you know, this voyage is, and I, I, this is really kind of where the name came from, but this voyage of mine, it's this industry is just like, is, is an ongoing thing and a process. It'll, there'll never be an end to it. So I just felt like I can do a lot more with him and Henderson and, and, you know, I, it helped me, helped me, it forced me to learn and do other things also. Right. Because Here's here's the realness for everybody, right? Like if you're gonna work with my, uh, with uh, La Aurora, you go to Miami Cigar, you put in their order, they import it for you, and there's just like all this stuff that you it just miraculously shows up. Like you, <laughs> I, I didn't have to, I didn't have to do any of it. I said, hey, but no, like I gotta learn, you know, in, you know, the export, import, get a company to do that, and this and that, that, you know, and and uh, and I, in a weird way, I wanted that. Um, but also, I'm just a fan of Henderson. I'm a fan of their blends. I'm a fan of their construction and their quality. I did have some quality issues you know, with 
with Laura a little bit, just inconsistencies even within the same box and shipments. And, and, you know, there were, it was a kind of a battle that I was, I knew I was already kind of starting fighting with them and, and which is going to happen when you don't own the factory and you're not there every day. Yeah. Um, so not that that won't happen here, but I, my personal feeling is that if it did, I know that it would get addressed a lot faster. Right. And, but I also feel that like, I don't think I'll have a quality issue because of the standards that they've put into their factory, um, which is, was super, super important to me. And I'm careful of saying that because I'm not saying that Laura doesn't have quality standards. Yeah. Yeah. But it's tougher when it's someone else's project. I mean, yeah. it just, it just is. Um, so, um, that, that was it. I, I wanted to be Hama boutique brand. I wanted to be in what I feel is a boutique factory ish still. Um, and, yeah, cause, and cause, cause it's kind of hard when you're not and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying at all either that law Aurora treated you like that, but it's different when you're making tens and twenties and thirties of thousands of cigars for this guy, you know, and then Danny calls up and I need a thousand cigars. I need 1500 mm. cigars, you know, it's just, right, right. are, are, are you the priority? Are we going to stop what we're doing? You know? And okay. So let's hurry up and, and bang that that job out real quick and then let's get right. back to back and i'm not saying that's what they did but you know i, no. I you know i can i can only imagine you know on, on a smaller company that you know sometimes that's just that's just the way it is and and he's making right. some great cigars uh, uh my wife uh, uh her number one cigar last year number one cigar of the, week, the year uh the adventura the explorer you know was oh, a, nice yeah uh, just a, a fantastic fantastic yeah. cigar and they have a great store and that helps too you know, have a great story, the website, the, you know, cool. And, you know, and then just, you know, you know, Ronnie from Secreto got her hooked on that. And she, she absolutely loves, you know, Ronnie, you know, to, to death. And I've, you know, he, I've never heard of him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I, I'm sure he's, uh, he's been down in the dumps lately. He's uh, this whole Facebook <laughs> thing of people reporting yeah. him for every single, every single post that's, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see like the CRA or the maybe the Boutique Cigar Association look at, um, you know, talking to these uh, companies like that and saying, hey, you know, we're we're small mom and pop. Yeah, we're tobacco, but, you know, there has to be something we can do, one, to protect us from, you know, people not liking what we're posting because it's a cigar. But and then also it's like we should be able to advertise to people that are interested in tobacco. Right. And you make it harder for us and you make it more expensive for us, but at least make it possible for us. Right? Yeah. I'll at take, least I'll take that. Yeah. At least make it possible. You know, we, we, we try and we, we push the limits on every platform on what we can promote, what we can do. And uh, just, you know, um, we, we think we're making ground. And then once we get big to a certain point, then you get noticed and then right. you start getting flagged and it, and it, it sucks. You know, it's yeah. just, uh, I mean, we were huge on, on TikTok, and we still are really, really big, you know, but now it's the same thing. They Now they notice us. Now they notice we're promoting cigars, so it's just, you know, you're... They your change algorithm. <laughs> they, 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 they change, you know, now I make a post and it gets held for 12 hours, you know, so now it's tough. To, you know, now I don't even know when my, you know, I know my times of when my people are on, and I right. can't even make, and I can't even make a post, you know, to, to, to engage my audience. My over 21 year old audience that smokes cigars and that's <laughs> right what, and that's what they're on your platform to watch me and other people like me and it's just right 
it, it, it's absolutely uh, uh, mind-boggling. So hopefully Ronnie gets through this. Hopefully he listens to our boy Chris Duque out in Hawaii, and he you know at least gets an attorney. You know, look into you know who is cyberbullying him. You know, because mm-hmm. once an attorney gets involved, you know it's just um, you yeah. Know. That, that's the thing. If it gets that like people don't realize like they can it, a simple IT guy with the access could find out exactly what device it's coming from with uh, a MAC address, and then they know who owns that, right? Or or what or less so. Like they can be like uh, who what account. Right. Here's the thing. Chances are it's a fake account. So there's going to be some, you know, things to do there. But yeah, it, it, it upsets me too. And Ronnie's such a good dude. Uh, and it sucks that it keeps happening to him because he's such a, he's such a good promoter for the industry. Not, not just his store. Uh, he helps, he helps stores across the country all the time. He helps uh, brands and, and manufacturers all the time with, with other stores. And he's just a good guy for the industry itself that it just sucks that somebody's going after him. I, I I know, and and he has such uh, such been such a big helper of, of Jessica, you know, trying to get her Instagram up. You know, she's at you know like four thousand, you know, um, subscribers. You know, she she's climbing, and uh, and and he sees the uh, you know, like I said, he, he just wants to help people, and you know, it's um, it, it like I said, it just sucks that that it's that's happening to, to him. How did how did uh, how did you and Ronnie meet? What was your first? Uh, was it with uh, uh, just with with Roma? You know the whole. Yeah. So, uh, if I've ever gotten a message from Ronnie or a text message from Ronnie, it it, it takes a bit to like decipher. <laughs> it used to take a bit for me to decipher what he's saying, right? Uh, so, I Jessica and I first... thought that in the beginning too. She showed me his messages, like, "What does he mean?" And I had been, I'm like, "Oh, this is what he means," you know, like, right, I, you right. know yeah. <laughs> So um, I think our interaction was, you know, I was just, I was calling him up trying to order, but I, I didn't know the process of dealing with Ronnie at the time. So I would call and his dad would answer and he's like, no, you know, and it was just like this. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's up with them. Let me send him an email. What's going on. And uh, just, kind of, we kind of went back and forth on email. And then I said, Hey, you know, I was able to get you a couple boxes of black Irish, which is uh, at the time, I mean, it still is that I like, um, the most limited cigar from Romacraft, and especially that that this year that I'm talking about was only the second year it had come out, and the first year was like 60 boxes, right? Something ridiculous. So uh, for Ronnie, I I got him a couple boxes, I believe, two, five, maybe I I don't remember. And he writes me back. He's like, well, he's like, um, you know, how did how did I get this, or is this just a miracle? And my response was, I'm not going to say it's a miracle. But maybe you should try uh, next time. Try turning water into wine, or walking on water, or you know, <laughs> or, or you know, feeding five thousand people with two fish. And 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 I said, but you know, you're welcome. And I just sent him the email. And I don't know this guy like the way I do now. And he writes back, and he he uh, uh, includes Skip and Mike in this email, and says, "This is disrespectful. Fire the <laughs> he goes." He goes, you need to fire this guy, but give him a million dollar bonus before he leaves because I can't believe what he just said to me, uh, you know, whatever. And and then from there, uh, I think from that, I just earned his respect, you know, whatever that meant at the time. And um, and then, hey, um, you know, but you got to you got to be careful what you ask for, because then it was just like, you know, now every conversation with Ronnie's an hour long every day. And, you know, he knows my kids and, my, you know. He's FaceTime with Matthew on Matthew's iPad. You know, it's just, it, forget about it. 
so uh so you know that that's kind of, that's where that all started and then just you know handling room account um and then going up i didn't we did an event at his shop which um was, was really cool and uh you know what i did there i had the bartender pour me up like their house or the well bourbon or something whatever it was but gave me the the bottle of pappy 23 year yeah <laughs> so that's it so i grabbed my red bull i'm like dude i can't drink that and i filled it with red bull and then i chugged it and uh he almost lost his mind oh but, my god but so, yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, definitely, definitely a a, a, a good. That's everybody's got a, a, a Ronnie story. So, oh, sure. uh, so just going back uh, briefly. So, so you 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 uh, Henderson Ventura. Did you um um do you uh, and and do you have some of your original cigars? Do you still have plenty? You know, did you keep some? One, I got one box. Okay, so so did you take that cigar to? You know Henderson, you know, and you're like we're gonna recreate this, or we're gonna start, we're gonna start over, we're gonna start from scratch. We're gonna we started over, but I wanted it to be Corojo. You know, okay, like that that was gonna be now the thing with Henderson's, um, you know, they're 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 all their tobacco gets aged like four years before it, it comes in. So I knew that it was gonna be at least already, you know, aged enough to give me what I was looking for from the original voyage. Um, so. That's what he said to me. Now I had, you know, obviously I have my notes and I have all my blend um, with, you know, uh, priming and uh, how, you know, how much of it, you know, quarter leaf, half leaf, whatever, and filler and all that. And I said, but look, man, if I say, if I come on here and I say it's the exact same blend from La Aurora to here, the exact, there's no difference. There, no, no, no. We listen. Like, first of all, that's bullshit. You know it. <laughs> And then two, what's going to happen? People are going to get it, and they're going to say, uh, you know, it it doesn't, it's not the same. It, it didn't say it's it's it, it's you know whatever. So I said to Henderson, "Look, man, I, I got mad respect for you and 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 your palate. What this in the what this factory can do, it has to be Corojo, but you know, let let's work on the blend. Like, what what do you what what would you do, you know, with this? And and we'll see if we can make it work. So you know." We changed the binder, changed the fillers a bit here and there. Even the way it's rolled now is different than than the way they rolled it at La Aurora, um, which you uh, if you smoke them side by side, I mean, shit, they're fucking old now. But if let's say we had two fresh ones uh, and you smoke them the same, even the way you would see kind of the roll or the the ash yeah. would, is a little different, right? Which I which I like. Um, and then also, you know, Henderson has some molds uh, that they use regularly that I, I wanted to do. I, I just wanted a little bigger Robusto. So I got a five and a quarter by 52 that um, I think is, you know, the tits. So, um, uh, you know, that that was the idea. It's like, this is this is the new Danny. You know, this is the new blend. It's, let's not fake it. We're going to do Corojo. But guys, I promise you, you will not be disappointed with what I bring. And so far, we'll we'll see. I mean, who knows? <laughs> to be real, that's but. it. We'll 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 find out. Luckily, ninety five percent of your your order is already pre sold. Um, yeah. Are you going to be uh, Are you going to be solely brick and mortar? Um, are there online or uh, do you have restriction? I mean, some companies, you know, now you know, like McAuliffe has gone, you know, brick and mortar only. Um, right. Are you just whoever whoever wants it? What is your Where is your distribution? Is it mainly just brick and mortar? So you you have you have to have a brick and mortar. Um, oh, okay. 
or or like I have a I have a friend that has a mobile lounge, and I'm like, a hundred percent, I'm going to support you. I, you know. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, here's the thing about the online thing. After last year, damn near everybody has online now. Oh yeah. Like, so it's so it's like, you know, um, yeah. And so I think when that question goes, like, do you mean like Cigars International and? You know all the the big guys, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, J J J, because even because even they have yeah, brick and mortars. Yeah, right. So, um, I will say, uh, you know, as of right now, <laughs> because Cigars International doesn't know who I am, uh, I I'd have no intention of going to Cigars International and things like that. But listen, that's a natural progression of of being in the industry and doing a good job, right? So it's like it's like, hey, you know, we have this, and then the new, then the new brand, and the new brand, and you know, all of a sudden we're we're at fifteen twenty SKUs. Uh, and and it gets on their radar. They're going to make an offer to to bring it in, right? So, am I going to say I'm never going to them? I will never. I won't say that. Um, you know, but you know, at, when, if it gets to that point, I'll worry about that problem at that at that time. Um, that said, I did have a good relationship with Famous uh, Smoke Shop the first time, um, and get along with Nikki that runs the the shop, and Jim obviously that runs the uh, everything else, whatever he does. Um, so, you know, it, it will be available, um, through famous, the same rules as everybody else. Uh, they don't get a discount. They don't, you know, if they, uh, 10% map pricing, right. So it's like, they're on the same level playing field as everybody else. And, you know, one thing, you know, you, you learn, you learn from skip, you know, you, you can't have any one account, uh, uh, represent over a certain percentage of your sales, right. Because if they go away, so do you. So, oh, you know, yeah. we'll, you know, we'll watch it that way. And, and, you know, it's, it's more them helping support me than, than me going to cash in at famous. Right. Uh, we just had a great relationship. We had great events there. Um, and, and I just get along with a lot of people that go to the, the brick and mortar, uh, the famous shop, um, um, all the time. So, yeah, but you know, for now, yeah, it's, it's, uh, brick and mortar, but you know, almost all the brick and mortars have online now. So, uh, I'm going to support those guys and, and, and the guys that I worked with and I know are, I have a good working relationship already from, from Rome, right. That I know how they work. They know how I work and, and, uh, and that's it. So. Yeah. So, so when, when is your, when's the website coming online? I know it's, yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, it's my like, to, you know, it's a, uh, yeah. uh, well, I, I can, and, and I, I, you know, I, I it, it can't be, it's not worse, any worse than Roma's website. I'm, I'm gonna throw that. I'm gonna throw that out there. It's all right. know, I told him that all the time. You know, it's a. I I I I, I reviewed like a, a cigar, and I'm big in the cigar. Like everybody knows me. If you got a crap website, I am going to call you out. I mean, <laughs> I, it, it's 2021. If you don't have, but yours is a coming soon. You don't. I mean, it's not like you. You don't have a bad website. You just. You just don't. You have a landing page. You yeah. know. So, so you you just you really don't have a website yet. So when when's that going to be? You know, as the as the IT guy should have. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a web designer. I was. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so um, when's that? So people can find you and find the cigars. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. What's funny about your statement, right? It's twenty twenty one. It's like, yeah, dude, it's twenty twenty one. Who has a fucking website? Just go to my Instagram, my Facebook, and you'll see everything there. Uh, no. So yeah, yeah. Because yeah, then I'll, like, I'll click in your profile, which takes me to your website. <laughs> oh, I just gonna yeah, whatever. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's going to come, but look, you know, products here, I can get some really, yeah. you know, product shots and all that stuff and, and, and get that up. And, 
um, you know, as the merchandise, which is super, super important in the industry, the hats and shirts and stickers and buttons and, you know, whatever people want. Uh, and that stuff can go up there, uh, get some shots of us, right? And, and you know, get all the, the content for the website um, and, and put it up there. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, maybe in, I'm going to be honest, it's not going to be this week, but soon we'll yeah, get some... Yeah. We'll get some product shots up there, and and then more importantly, I want to have like a retailer map or a retailer, you know, you know, hey, I live here, you know, can I go there or whatever? And uh, so, yeah, no, for sure, that's that's all coming. Um, but again, I already sold out most of the shit, so I need a fucking website for you. No, it's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. You know, if you already sold out, you don't need a a, a, a website. You know, now now on your on your hats, are you are you please are you, are you a flat hat guy or are you a curved? Which, which are? Well, it's funny. Although I am that Puerto Rican dude from New York, I I don't do the flat like New Era's. Uh, no, I actually <laughs> like the curve. I like the trucker hats. I like you know I play. I like baseball, right? And baseball is like you know back in the day, you'd be like this and sunglasses. So, uh, no, yeah. And plus, I have a huge head. So like when that thing is flat, it's even. It's like it looks like a landing strip coming off my face. <laughs> So, that's, that's what I like. I like. I want to put a level on my hat and have that bubble <laughs> dead, the dead center. Yeah. So no, we'll have yeah. some flat. We'll have some flat hats. One flat hats are cool because they're easier to store. But yeah, uh, you know, for people like you, we'll have some of those. Uh, yeah. But but for me, no, I, I've always. Okay. Yeah. I, I love hats. Never wear them. <laughs> Oh, really? oh, no, God. I, I don't know. Well, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm a hat guy, and especially being a, a marketer and everything else, you know, it's like, okay, so I, I pick out a cigar for the day. I'm like, okay, let me go see if I have the hat and then see if I have right. a matching shirt. You know, I gotta, right, right, gotta right. have all the, uh, you know, I gotta, I got a big room 101 sign coming here, uh, uh shortly. So, um, but yeah, so, um, but your, is your wife a cigar smoker? She, she dabbles, but no, not, not really. Um, uh, you know, she's obviously smoked, smoked with me and we, she, she will smoke every once in a while, especially, if, um, you know, we're having some drinks and stuff. Um, but, uh, not really her thing. Um, but what's funny is though, she, she has this, she has this very similar passion for it, uh, as I do because she just gets it and she sees the voyage as like one of our kids and, and she, she understands and she, she has smoked the voyage. She gets it. She knows what it tastes like. You know, uh, she's like, "Yep, I got it," and has her little notes and stuff. So, uh, it's it's been a really cool kind of uh, thing to see her kind of progress. But, you know, uh, there there was some there was some time where um, uh, Michael Zales' father passed away, and they had to go to Oklahoma for a, a while. And and Jesse kind of came and stepped in and helped us, run, you know, run some shipments. And she was able to do a lot of the back end stuff at Roma for for a little while. And learned it really, really well. So you know, she's gonna she's invaluable to to the process of what we're doing here. Also, right? I, we have this kind of perfect team thing. She knows the organizer. She's way better at organizing. Or she is organized. I am not. You know, so that whole thing of permits and you know, uh, personal information, all that stuff. That's it's. She's the backbone of of the whole thing. I'm just kind of the ugly face of it. Yeah. She now, needs now, to refresh her. Now is she uh, working full time for you, or she does she still do something else, or is she fully into uh, your yeah. the business? 
Well, I wouldn't say she works for me to be a hundred percent. I mean, we're, this is kind of our thing together. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. So, yeah, yeah. No, no, but just, you know, just to be real, it's like, you know, that warehouse wouldn't be, you know, set up and, and as nice as it is now, if it wasn't for her. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same, same with my wife, Jessica. She's, she's responsible for a lot of this. Like I said, I'm yeah. just, I'm just this monkey, you know, that gets on a camera and, and juggles, right. you know, and yeah. then you don't, you don't see the, the behind the scenes of what my, my Jesse does, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, you know, how did you guys meet? Because, you know, like I said, you know, I, I was looking for the thumb, for the thumbnail for, for, for this, I, you know, so I was going through your Instagram, going through your, your Facebook. I'm looking for that photo. Even even Google searching, you know, Danny Vasquez cigars, looking for that that photo. And damn it, there is like three photos of you alone. Like you don't have a I mean, every photo is you and your wife. And then I'm I'm going through <laughs> I'm literally going through a hundred photos trying to find one where maybe I can crop you out so I can put. But um I, I you know, and I, I don't want to get sentimental or, or or that squishy feeling. But you guys, when you're in a photo together, I mean, it's like there's this spark between the two of you that just comes through on, on your fun. photos. I mean, you guys are you are one person. It's just I, I love it. I, <laughs> I end up so I, I, I'm telling you, I probably spent 30 minutes scrolling through and just looking at all <laughs> of these photos. And I'm wondering, like, what is going through their minds? I mean, there you you just even after all these years of being married you guys are still in love and it and it comes in it it comes through in that photo i'm telling you every single photo you, of you guys together it's just I, I i love it i just love like you know i just i it's weird i want to create a photo album of, of you and your wife because they're just <laughs> they're, they're just amazing photos i mean how well, long have you guys get married and and how I long you know where, where, where'd you guys meet People ask us all the time, like, hey, how long have you guys been married? And, you know, uh, actually this year will be 15 years married. Um, and uh, we met uh, we met through, like, mutual friends through it at, at church uh, that long ago, 15, 16 years ago. And um, it was really just kind of like a, you know, I'm super checking her out. She was completely out of my league, you know, I, but I was just like, hey, you know, what's up? And then... It was funny. Uh, I kind of tricked her in getting her number, which is funny um, it, to an extent. And then uh, I called her maybe a day and a half later, and uh, we got on the phone at like nine thirty at night, and we hung up at like seven in the morning, seven seven thirty wow. in the morning, and we did that like three days in a row. Um, and that that was from that one phone call. We have never now not been apart, and and so we started really kind of dating in what was December of 05 and we were married in November of 06. So we were married in less than a year. Um, and we were kids, man. I was 26 when we got married, she was 23. And, um, you know, we we're just dumb kids and, and we just grew up, we really grew up together. Right. And, and we're, we're best friends. We know, unfortunately everything about each other and and uh you know so that's it and there's no it's kind of it's funny it's like there's no other person that's gonna be in that picture with me you know what i mean so it's just like we're here like yeah we go everywhere together and and then it just it was funny we were a little worried at the beginning of last year with the quarantine and all that right um because it wasn't just quarantine us it was quarantine with kids and <laughs> yeah 
and uh and man um it strengthened us even more so i i feel and and to the point where you know i where i was traveling all the time and oh you know used to not being home um and then being forced home it's like and then it was like I, this is what i want to do this is all i don't want i don't want the house like i no let's go home let's go you know let's go smoke and and watch a movie like and so um yeah that, that's it and, and you know, it's funny people tell us that all they people tell us that all the time and i'm very you know we're both very affectionate so we're always like always all over each other which i know tends to wear off after a few years or in the marriage for some people so um you know we're fortunate now yes we have our ups and downs marriage is nothing but yeah, peaks yeah. and valleys and marriage is work so uh you know but yeah Plus, we also only post the good pictures. No, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what we, yeah, yeah, that's what we all do. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. So, but but I, I find it funny. I say, you know, you're you're in your twenties. You're just kids. So I got married when I was sixteen years old. Oh. So I was sixteen, and that first marriage, and I, and 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 now my ex-wife Mary, she's my best friend. Jessica and her, uh, and, I, and her are friends. You know, we got two kids. You know, that first it lasted seventeen years. You know, that wow. first marriage at at, at yeah. sixteen. You know, so, but, uh, but I say that about my daughter, cause my daughter, Amber is 25. She'll be 26 this year. I'm 43. So I got, you know, 20, 26 year old daughter or 25 year old daughter. But I say the same thing. We grew up together. I always say that my, my daughter and I, like we literally, I was a child, you know, yeah. I look back now, you know, having a child. So we, we grew up together, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, right. um, it, it, it's crazy. How many, how many kids do you guys have? So in total we have five. Um, you have five. I thought you had three. You have five kids. So we have a twenty-year-old and a nineteen-year-old. Um, that you know they're 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 twenty and nineteen, so they know everything in the world, right? So they're they're yeah, out yeah. doing their thing. Uh, but no, they're they're doing good and 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 they're out. So you know, of course, it's not cool to take pictures with them and stuff. And that's um, why I've never seen so, it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some you know if you go back far enough, you'll see them when they were little. But I you know I've been in their life. So, they're my stepdaughters. So if you go back, you'll see them when they're little, you know, I've been there since they were three and four years old. So it's like, you know, um, we've, you know, it, it's like we have those two and then like another story of the, of the three that we have now. Um, so, uh, it's an interesting, uh, dynamic, but you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. Cause we all, we all grew up again together and, and, uh, you know, the two older girls were there for all three little kids and little babies and, you know, got to help and experience with all that. And, you know, also kind of show them that, Hey, we really don't want to have kids too young. Right. So, um, which is good. Um, so yeah, five, man, five. And to be honest, man, if I was maybe a year too young, I'd have another one. I, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Man, how, how old are you now? I'm forty. I'm forty-one this year. Oh, you're time. only yeah, forty-one. Oh, okay, so yeah, you're yeah, you're not you're not too old no, no. at all. You yeah, you could yeah, I'm, you could have. No, I'm I'm forty. I will be forty-one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're forty. I can get that right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. When you turn forty-one, that's when your back hurts every day. <laughs> you know, that's just yeah. <laughs> that, that that those are the memories that you have. Hey, remember that time my back didn't hurt? Yeah, those were yeah. the good days. Those were yeah, those no, were like, the good. I don't remember a time when, <laughs> <laughs> when, when you weren't uh, uh, in pain. So um, uh, I don't want to hear the story about when you met him. I want to hear the story about when your wife first met Math Booth. 
how 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 did that go? Matt is Matt Matt is my Matt is my man. I mean Matt. I mean we were. Just, I mean he called me up earlier today and he was asking me to telling me I, I was like texting me first. What what did, what did he text me here that uh that I should ask you about opening up your mind with uh. Wyahaska, why you know I I, know. I, don't, I ayahuasca, yeah I, ayahuasca is like you got to get Danny to to talk about you know I, I can't even I should have just recorded because Matt can't I can't get through what Matt said you know just you know you know the 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 deepness of Danny Vasquez and Matt, it was Matt <laughs> Booth me and being Matt you know so. so uh, I meet up with Matt and at the La Polina headquarters, um, and then we drive from there to Clearwater, which is like three hours, right? Something like that. So, so from Naples to to Clearwater is about three hours. And I don't know. We talked about everything already. We talked about business and working together and doing shit and blah blah blah. And and, and all of a sudden, you know, we just start talking about you know LSD and shrooms and and. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is so funny that he told you to ask you this. So I'm just like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> the conversation was funny because, you know, you know, Matt would kind of relay his old past history about it. And I start talking about ayahuasca and like how these people are just like, have these mind blowing experiences. And then I'm like, I have to try that. I have to try that. So like, I got into this deep conversation with him about like, you know, I'm doing that one day, bro. Fuck, fuck it. We're doing it. And, uh, and uh, it's funny, I actually forgot about that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was he was saying that uh, that that uh, that that less intelligent. He said dumb people shouldn't be trying that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we live in Florida, man. I go, that's what Florida man does. You know, Florida man does all these drugs. That's why we have Florida man stories. You know, well, it's just that it's not a drug though. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not gonna. There, there's some really good documentaries out there on it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so the first time my wife met. Matt, man, she's right inside, but she would kill me if I put her on camera. Um, <laughs> I think, um, I, I think it was in at a car show. He was doing like a, uh, his his big account out there in, in San Antonio. Um, Keith Rumbo owns a shop that I will think of the name in a minute. Um, so they they do this kind of event, this car show, and you know Matt's really into cars, so it was it worked. And and uh, Davidoff has this. Uh, they had, well, they had these kind of rolling or uh, these Mercedes vans that they turned into uh, lounges. Anyway, um, I was just like, hey, you know, this guy's really cool, you know, uh, but, he, you know, he's a little out there. Just, But again, at this point, you know, Jesse's got a year or so worth of Ronnie, right? So it's like, she's like, how much could you possibly surprise me? Um, yeah. And, and then when he, when she heard like, it would just kind of like come out of his mouth. Of like like the way to explain something and he has this binocular that's just like where's this coming from right now so a lot of the times i'm laughing because i'm just like dude what are you what are you saying she was just my my wife is really big in just like reading people and and she's like yeah but he's such a good-hearted person she fell in love with him she was just like and and they barely, you know, not that they barely spoke, but you know, it wasn't like they were into these deep conversations. But she could just tell by the way he would interact with customers and with me, and and talk to you know, um, talk to all these guys that that you know, she was just like, man, he's such a he's just a good nice guy, right? And then she got to meet Nikki, um, 
uh, Matt's uh, baby mama. I guess I can't say wife. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I actually call him Matt Covington. But anyway, uh, okay. they they actually get to drive from Arizona together in a van from guys from Fine Ash Cigars out in Phoenix, Arizona. And they dri- drive from Arizona to Vegas to go do IPCPR or PCA, whatever. And uh, and so they clicked and they got along. And, it, you know, so, so uh, you know, that my my wife got fully introduced to the to the boots uh and and loves them <laughs> loves them equally yep just like every everybody does just like everybody so else. uh that, that that's it so um before we let you go for the night um uh, how long before people will start seeing the uh um the, the cigars on the shelf you know uh, and, and the retailers that have uh have already got their orders in we are here uh so I have a launch event on August 10th at Sun Cigar in PA. Uh, and they got, they're, they're actually going to have some Voyage boxes with a little, um, like their uh, shop logo on it, which is a pretty cool little uh, thing there. Um, you can actually pre order cigars on their website now. See, they have a website. And uh, so August 10th will be the, at that store. And then um, that, like, that same week, all the other retailers will start to, they'll start landing and you'll start seeing them. So, you know, sometime after August 10th, um, they'll, they'll be hitting the shelves. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. I, and, I th- and, I, and I think shirtless Mike uh, said you, you're doing an event here at executive August, or yeah. April like 15th or something. Uh, yeah, I was, I was going to jump on that for all our local guys. Uh, come on up. Um, uh, if you, if you can, uh, executive in Sanford, on the 17th of April. Okay. Um, so that very next Saturday, uh, and I got a lot of friends coming out there and it's going to be fun. They're doing a, uh, they're doing a giveaway. Like, uh, they'll take us out and they're going to take me the, and, uh, I'm not sure if it was Erica or, uh, one of the owners of the shop. I, I know Erica. Oh, anyway. Uh, and we're going to go out on this yacht and go fishing for the day. So, um, that that'll be a cool thing kind of to kind of do but yeah we're going to be out there it's a executive in sanford is a beautiful shop beautiful bar um a glass humidor which is beautiful and then it's really dope private uh, member lounge that's really nice it's right on the water uh, a lot of seating a lot of you know so that's gonna be cool on the 17th of of april so all right and then and then you've got to start off with you've got one blend how many uh, is it one blend one size that what you're starting with no, so we got three, yeah, one blend, three sizes uh, okay. right now, just to kind of you know kick the door open. A uh, what I was smoking right now, the five by forty six Corona, um, which is I, I'm in love with, and I, I actually say that's for the grown and sexy. Uh, the Coronas, like there's people that love Coronas, and then like no one, nobody else. That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, then there's I have a Robusto. I don't even know why I'm looking down here. I know this. I have a Robusto Extra <laughs> at. Like I said earlier, five and a quarter by fifty-two, and then a six by fifty-four Toro, uh, twenty count boxes. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, and they, you know, uh, the the robusto, or the, sorry, the Toro is like ten dollars and thirty cents, right? MSRP. So, you know, where I I I need, I know I wanted to stay kind of in that competitive range of, of pricing, and you know, when you're on the boutique side, and, and this small things can be a little more expensive for you right so yeah yeah typically you'll see you know boutiques starting at ten dollars and i really really wanted to avoid that so um especially with the voyage i wanted to keep it kind of as close as it was before and um and uh but you know i'm in love with the cigar i i never talk about taste and flavor and stuff at an event i i kind of just 
try to see what what uh, you smoke and try to point you in a direction. Uh, with this, you know, what I will talk about is construction, quality, consistency, th those things that make a good cigar a good cigar and differentiate it from a bad cigar, right? A bad cigar to me isn't necessarily flavor or taste. It's construction, right? It's how, how the wrapper do the whole time, how the yeah. ash, you know, you know, all those things. Um, is it plugged? Is it not? Um, and I have yet to smoke one uh, from these that I've had a construction issue with. Will it happen? Yes, it's going to happen. It's a natural yeah, thing. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Uh, but you try to minimize those as much as you can, right? And if you find them, you know, address them. And, and you know, was it a fluke thing? You know, so things like that. So I love the flavor of this. It's natural, you know, like sweetness. It's, it's cacao. It's a medium body cigar. It's good for breakfast. It's good for, for in the evening, that, that late smoke. It's good after a, a heavy meal or light meal or you haven't eaten. And that that's really what I wanted, right? But I, I don't necessarily, I don't preach those things because somebody could be like, yeah, it's, the construction was cool. I didn't like the flavor. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, so my bad, right? Yeah, so, that's it. It's every cigar. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So right now, those those three skews and in that one in that one blend. So all right, and then uh, um, yeah. um, what's the time frame of your next? You know, I know I know it's always in this industry. I know you know what what, what what's your next thing? What do you got new, Danny? You know, right, I haven't right. even tried your first one. It's like, what do you got new? So what right. is it? You know, what's your time frame of, of introducing new blends, new sizes? So yeah, this kind of you know, caveat right now. I wanted to give the voyage kind of like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, give it its time and, and let it go. And while that's while that's doing its thing, work on the next thing. All right, right. And, Again, remember we're delayed a couple months, right? So that means yeah, yeah. delays everything. So within the next couple months, um, which I, I don't even want to say that. Let's say June. Hopefully, you know we got we have either. I'm deciding on on which one's ready first. Is how I'll is how I'll determine that. Um, okay. Either either a new new brand or a new wrapper uh, for the voyage. Um, oh, okay. So so the the idea is to have maybe ten to twelve SKUs by the end of the year. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so, a, that's a good, that's definitely a good number in your first year. Yeah. Um, and again, if, if, if it's not selling, then obviously it won't be that number. If, yeah, it's, yeah, if yeah. it's selling, then we'll do that. Right. So, um, but so far, you know, everything's been going fantastic and great and which is kind of easy at the beginning. Uh, it's the re-up that we'll see, you know, if the, it's, but I think a lot of that will have to do with me. It's like, how do I handle the events and promoting it myself and, you know, getting people interested in wanting to try it and pointing them to the right direction. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's fun. And, and it's about to be balls to the wall here. Uh, uh come April 10th. Exactly. So we definitely want to, uh, thank you for coming on spending, you know, you know, an hour and 40 minutes of your time with us. We definitely appreciate it. Um, if you want to hang out in the back room, like I said, uh, um, uh, let me, I'll wrap up the show. We can uh, chat for a little bit afterwards, you know, since I'll be in your, uh, your neck of the woods. So if anybody wants to find Danny anywhere, the show notes down below, Instagram, website, all the links, Facebook, everything is in the show notes down below. So you don't have to remember anything. Look in the show notes, click on it. It's going to take you everywhere you can find Danny and, uh, and the cigars. So, um, all right, Danny, you have a good night. We'll see you back here in a few. All right, bro. Thanks. Um, remember, if you're interested in I Tap That Cigar merchandise, head over to the Cigar Prop website, cigarprop.com or the, the show's website, tapthatcigar.prom. Make sure you're following Cigar Prop, Miss Cigar Prop, um, Danny. Everything is in the show notes below. Everything you need to find everybody you should be following is in the show notes down below. And we definitely want to thank all of our partners 
for supporting the show and making this uh, possible. A lot goes into this show, a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort. So uh, thank you to JC Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigar, Simpler Hair and Beard Color, Excelsior Tobacco, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset.